0: What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Jordan Siri podcast this morning, afternoon, this evening, this nighttime, whatever time of day you're listening. Honestly, it's the right time of day to listen. So, thank you so much again for tuning in. Before we get started, I want to take time to remind you that the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I pray, Father, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that faith gets stirred up in the hearts of every single listener, that they receive exactly what they're praying and asking for during this podcast in Jesus name. Okay, so guys, real quick before we get started, if you don't already follow my Instagram page, it's at jordan.siri. That's me. <laughs> so um, make sure you give me a follow. I'm going to post announcements on there, what's upcoming, you know, more things that the Lord has me doing, guys, what's been going on, testimonies. So really, guys, I, I really encourage you to go follow it. I think it'll be a blessing to you. So without further ado, which nobody says a do anymore, but without further ado, let's get into it. All right, so I'm just going to jump right into it. If you uh, have your Bible with you. open up to uh, 1 Corinthians 2. two. Just as, you're turning, I'll tell you, as I was praying, you know, pass around, talk to me, you know, speak something that you want the, the students to get this week. You we know, want people to get And I was praying for you guys, and um, I really want to see, a lot of times we get so caught up. And soul winning. I heard somebody say to me, "What someone said before, you know, God saved you because he had somebody else in mind. That is a load mm-hmm. of crap. God saved you because he loves you. Mm-hmm. And out of that love, it's an overflow to get other people saved. It, 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 you're not a prostitute. God's not using you because he wants you to get other people. Mm-hmm. That's not what the Holy Spirit does. Holy Spirit, Jesus loves you. And out of that overflow of love, you get other people saved. So I've been, today, man, I want to remind you guys how much God loves you. How much Jesus, what Jesus did for you. So turn to First Corinthians 2.2. Uh, Uh, Verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellent speech or wisdom for declaring to you the testimony of God. This is Paul speaking. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Notice how he said, I didn't know everything among you except Jesus Christ, you know, the one who healed the sick. The one who raised the dead. The one who cleansed the leper. Jesus did all of it. But he said, everything among you except for Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. And then in Galatians 6.14, Paul says, I choose to boast not in myself, not in my own flesh. Because they're talking about circumcision and they're having an argument about you know uncircumcised, being circumcised, which ones, all that, whatever. And Paul says, "You know I don't boast in my flesh. I don't boast in that, anything like that. I boast in one thing, and that is in the cross of Jesus Christ. Let me boast in anything. We'll turn it. Galatians 6.14. if I can find it. But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Boast in nothing else but the cross of Jesus. What was it about the cross of Jesus Christ that made Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, or not two-thirds, one-third of the New Testament say that if I'm boasting in anything, it's in the cross of Jesus. What was it? Why don't you say I'm boasting the one who you know cast out demons? I'm the one. No, the one who died on the cross for me, because the cross is the power. The, Jesus, the, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it alone is the power of God, saving all who unto salvation, saving all who believe, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. Right? Romans one sixteen. That's what the Bible says. So Jesus Christ died on the cross. Jesus Christ was crucified for what? For me, so that I can be saved, so that I can be made whole. Bible says. Paul says the first Corinthians, or oh, sorry, uh 1 Timothy 1 15. He says, Jesus Christ died. This, he said, this is a trustworthy saying. That Jesus Christ died for the worst of sinners, of whom I am the chief. The Bible says the Son of Man was made manifest. I think it's in uh, uh, Luke 19:10. The Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost. Me. I was lost. Think about where you were before Jesus found you. Come on! Now. I heard someone once say, I, "I truly believe this. If I was the only person on earth that Jesus died for, He still would have done it. Mm-hmm. If I was the only sheep that was astray, Jesus still would have came and died for me. Why? Because He loves me. Mm-hmm. So each and every one, God loves you so much that He sent His Son to die for you. Lord, thank you, Jesus. See, the crucifixion, I believe, shows the intensity of the love of Jesus. This is this isn't an Easter Sunday message, but I guess it could be preached on Easter Sunday. But we're gonna turn. I'm gonna turn it again for you guys to a different verse. See, this is, this is what really, like, what birthed this to want me to preach this to you guys. In uh, Matthew 22, uh, 34 through 30, through 40, actually. 22, 34 through 40. So read really the verses uh, 34 through 36. Is, you know, Jesus talking to the Pharisees. He's give you a little backstory. But then in 37, they asked him, you know, in 36, they asked him, Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And these aren't guys trying to trip him up. You know, they always try to get him. These are, these are the genuine teachers who wanted to learn. And Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Let's cut, let's cut to the second verse 39 again. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Bible also says, I think it's in uh, 1 John. Yeah, 1 John 419. We love him because he first loved us. So therefore, is it safe to say that we can't love until we see how we are loved? And we can't love ourselves and we can't love our neighbor until we love ourselves. Because you love your neighbor as yourself. See, a lot of men, I promise you, when you get a breakthrough and see how much God loves you, and you get a birth for love of yourself in your heart, so when it becomes easy, it mm-hmm. becomes second nature because God loves me so much. I love myself so much. I'm going to love my neighbor as much too. Instead of saying, man, I can't say myself. I don't even know why, what I'm here, all this, whatever. But I guess I'm going to win souls I love my neighbors. That's what I'm to do. No, man, you got to love yourself. You got to see what Jesus paid for you. So I'm going to preach this today, man. I'm going to keep going. But like, see it as me. Not someone else. Not your neighbor next to the other person behind you, but me. Jesus did this for me. Right? Oh, man. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. Romans 5.8. While we are yet sinners, Christ died for me. Let me ask you a question: Is everybody going to heaven? Not this room, but like you know, in the world. Is everybody going to heaven? No. no. Do you think Jesus knows that? Yeah. yeah. Do you think Jesus knew that when he died on the cross? Yeah. So that means that Jesus paid the price he paid, not knowing that I was a guarantee. He right. said, Father, is there any other way that this cup could pass for me? But lest your will be done, not my own. But God, if I can have Jordan Siri, if I can have Josh Stobo, come on, if I can have Hannah Heich, if I can have Omar, if I can have just that, if I can have a chance to getting that, then I'm going to do this. But I don't know if it's guaranteed. I don't know if they'll beat me for eternity, but I can have the slightest chance of doing it, then I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, and, it, guys, I said, you have the crucifixion, man, and I got smacked, dude. Just what Jesus did. Do you know? That when they put the crown of thorns on his head, that it, say, that it says they twist a the crown for him. Meaning it was customized to his head, and the Romans were expert torturers. They were known the Roman Coliseum. Those, they have movies about that today, 2,000 plus years later. They still make movies about the Roman Coliseum, you know, Gladiator, all those movies, right? Because of how expert they were. People from all over the world came to see it. So the, Roman, the Romans weren't just, you know, just kill people or whatever. They were experts at it. It was what they did. They loved it. So they twist this crown just for Jesus, who they called the King of the Jews. Right? And the way they did it, man, they used thick, huge thorns. And they customized it in a way that when they put it on his head, it busts the capillaries in his brain, causing more blood to gush out than anywhere else in your body. So it gushed, the blood was gushing, right? It says they beat him all night long. They ripped the beard. His, I don't have a beard before. I now, and that would hurt. But they ripped it out of his skin. Right? For me. It says they beat him to the point that he was unrecognizable. It says in Isaiah 52, I believe it says that he was unrecognizable as a human being. That people didn't even know who he was. People walking by when he was up on the cross. Oh my, who is is that guy? Oh, that's Jesus of Nazareth, thing of the Jews. That's Jesus? That's him? You're telling me that's a person up there? He was unrecognizable as a human being, how bad they beat him. But it said he pleased the Father to crush him. Because this whole time he had his eyes on me. He had his eyes on Jeremy, his eyes on Eddie. He said, no, I'm doing this for them because I love them. I want them. Come on, it said the whip, you the cat and nine tails. Dude, I always thought that was like an Indiana Jones whip, you know, just bounce right off. No, that thing was long, man. at least 30 inches. Nine different strands, rocks, glass, tooth, sharp teeth, everything, right? And it said when they hit it, they, they're telling you drums are extra torturers. So when they hit him, it didn't just bounce off and leave a welt mark. They it grabbed its skin, get out in there, and as soon as it did, they yanked it back. That's why I said his back was bare. 39 times. By his stripes, I am healed. Mm-hmm. Come on. By his stripes I am healed. I'm just hold on a minute. So Jesus did that all for me. He did that all for you. But I was listening to this one song, I think it's by Pastor Bob. It's um it's called Do It Again. And it's not the you know, seeing you move, move the do it again, it's not like the elevation songs. It's a song of a guy who's, he's singing, but in, in like first person of God. And he said, yes, I'd do it again. If I knew you turned turn out like you did my son, I'd do it all over again. If someone, you know, in the song, someone's asking Jesus, would you do it again? Like, you know they did in heaven? They go, yes, I'd do it again. And I'd do it again in a heartbeat for you. That's how much God loves you. That like he sent his only son to die for you. Think of where Jesus was, man, in heaven. On the throne, number one, Right? Right hand of the Father. And he saw us down here. And God said, someone needs to go down there. I love them. Someone needs to go get them. Someone needs to go rescue them. I need somebody. And he said, Jesus, I need you to go down there and get them. Come on. In heaven. You hear stories about, you know, um, people who died around to the heaven. They're like, I don't want to come back. But that's all Jesus ever knew. He said, you know what? I'm going to step down there because I'm going to get them. I'm going to bring them back with me. I'm going to humble myself to be beaten, let be mocked, persecuted, destroyed. Let them spit on me. All this stuff, say, mock me, said, the king of the Jews. They said when they put the crown on and they bowed at his feet, said all hail king of the Jews as they are beating them up. But he didn't, he, he, could have, he could have snapped his fingers and 100 bees, 100, you know, ten thousand angels would have came down and just destroyed everybody. In the Old Testament, God sent one angel to kill the army of 150,000 people that were against his people. One angel. Imagine what the king of kings and the Lord of lords could have did to all those people. But no, he stayed there for me. Because he had me in mind. Because he had you in mind. Mm. Right? That's why. That's why I believe, man. That the like Paul got a revelation of it. people got. You know, when you get a revelation of how much God loves you, love your neighbor as yourself. First commandment: Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, all your strength. Second commandment, which equally is important: Love your neighbor as yourself. Right. So when you see how much God loves you, that's what I want you guys to get into today. That God loves you so much, man. God loves you. I remember, like I was praying. The reason this came, I was in Pittsburgh and I was singing. Before I even earned this song, I was like, Lord, I want you to break my heart for the loss. I want you to break my heart for what breaks yours. And I heard the Lord say, clear as day, Jordan, are you sure? And I was like, what? Yeah, Lord, I'm sure. It's what I want. And the Lord said, no, Jordan, are you sure? I was like, yes, Lord, I'm sure. And the Lord said, Jordan, are you sure? Like, for the third time. And I wanted to say yes, but as soon as I, I, I was talking out loud, like, as soon as I started, the Lord said, like, wait, I want you to know what you're getting yourself into. Because your life's going to change for eternity. Not, nothing will be the same anymore. You won't be able to think about people going to hell without crying. You won't be able to sleep at night. You'll, you'll, it'll be irritating you. When I tell you to speak to somebody, you don't do it. You won't be able to rest until you go back and talk to somebody. But that's only if you want it. But I promise you, things will be different if you do so. I'm going to start crying. I say, like, yeah, Lord, I want it. I want it. never prayed for a single person before in my life. I didn't know how to win. School. I didn't know what soul winning was. I didn't know was a things. My church, you know, they taught us, but that's the time I got ordered, I started going to a church that did. And now I'm at the river. So I said, Lord, God, I want you to show me. God, I want to see people how you see them. Well, the Lord said, Jordan, I need you to see you how I see you first. Because I need you to love you how I love you. And then you can love them how I love them. So this message is solely to get you guys to see how much God loves you. All that God did for you. Jesus. Just imagine, I, I, I think the thing that gets me the most, man, is that he was beaten to the point that he was unrecognizable as a human being. How bad do you have to be somebody? And the fact that he knew what he was getting himself into. And how God, come on. And Jesus came at such a perfect time in history. Before that, the Romans did the Colosseum. After that, they had the guillotine. They had the, you know, the firing line. They was born in the new century. Now if he was born, they had a lethal injection. But he was born at such a perfect time in history when crucifixion was the mainstream. And Jesus was all there. Come on. It said that he fulfilled over, what, hundreds of prophecies, over 300 prophecies, here. Yeah. It said not a single body, not a single bone in his body was broken. That one. The, so the next day was Passover, right? And so I think Pilate ordered them to kill him before Passover comes because it's a holiday of the Jews, and we don't want anybody hanging on the cross. Don't let them let them up there for a while, right? They let them over, there over the weekend or whatever. But they said, no, we want you to break their ankles because on the cross, you die by supplication. Right, mm-hmm. you don't die, but from Allah, you die know, from suffocation. So they broke their legs, so they couldn't hold themselves up anymore. So Jesus hold himself up on the cross, unrecognizable as a human being, whipped, back be- beaten, bore his face, just, just everything's insane. You know, blood everywhere from the from the crown of thorns, and every breath, you know, lift himself up the gasp for air, right? And so they they broke their legs so that they couldn't push themselves up anymore. So they just suffocate. So they broke the legs of the first guy, the first thief, right? Then they said they want to break Jesus's legs. But when they said when they want to break his legs, they were already broken. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, no, he was already dead. My apologies. They said when they want to break his legs, he was already dead. So what they do? They pierce him in the side to make sure that he wasn't you know like faking or whatever. They pierce him in the side, and out came blood and water, which if you have Pastor Alspach, are two cleansing agents. Blood without the check of blood, there's no forgiveness of sins, mm-hmm. right? And it said the veil was torn from the top to the bottom. You know the veil? No one can get in the presence of the holy of holies without God's permission. If you did, you'd be dead. Mm-hmm. Paedo, I heard some people say, which I don't know the scripture, but I heard some people say, you know, they have a priest wear a little bell and tie a rope around them. Mm-hmm. And if they stopped hearing the bell, that means he was unholy before the Lord. He was dead. And they had to pull him out. Also, I heard Pastor Rodney say, I don't believe. Pastor Rodney doesn't believe that. He says, he doesn't think you're even getting in unless you're holy. Mm-hmm. He, said, he said, you believe, you believe go up to the, the curtain the veil, and you just lean against it. And You're in. The Holy of Holies. That's what Pastor Rodney said. Is it because why would God let somebody in his presence who's not not worthy of it? Mm -hmm. So so it was the Day of Atonement, one day of the year, the high priest, one man, giving to the Holy of Holies, one day of the year. Right? Mm -hmm. One man, one day of the year, for however long past. But then Jesus said, you know, I want to fill all my people. I want them to have my presence. I want them to feel my love. I want them to be able to live and walk in my presence. So I'm going to send my son, Jesus, to die on the cross for them. And it said, the veil was torn from the top to the bottom, and he gave up his spirit. And the Holy Spirit flooded the earth. And in Acts, Acts, the Holy Spirit filled all those who were in the upper room, right? And they all began speaking in tongues, and were filled with the Holy Spirit as, as the Spirit gave them this ability. Every single one of them was filled. It was no longer, so in the Old Testament, only kings, prophets, and priests we're anointed with the Holy Spirit and power, right? It said, um, I think when David was anointed king, it said he was filled with the Spirit only a king, only a prophet, only a priest, no no ordinary people. Now, that's Bible school students all filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues mm-hmm. because Jesus loves us enough to give us power. Mm-hmm. That's why dude, I doing like people get so hung up on the, de- like, the devil's doing this man. The like, who cares about the devil, man? They went like you know the pop, they went back when Jesus sent them out two by two you know sent, sending them out two by two in the New Testament and they came back and they gave them the report and said even devils listen to our names he goes Satan oh yeah I saw him fall from heaven like lightning I, I, yeah I, I guess so but don't rejoice about him rejoice your name is written in the Land's Book of oh, Life right? Jesus like I forgot about him I, yeah he does exist doesn't he Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah it's like like the gum on your shoe oh, yeah I, yeah it is there uh, I'll get it later you know what I mean. It, it, don't even give him any mind. That's what the devil wants to do. He gets so distracted and wrapped up on what you can't do and on him and how much he's oppressing you. Who cares? He's a little, he's defeated. Come on, he's right. a little punk, I mean, a little monkey. He's done. <laughs> no threat at all. But if Jesus Christ died, that I could be made whole. Dude, I, I was getting so wrecked then. It's 1 Timothy, well, I had it written down. First Timothy Timothy 1.15. Jesus Christ died to save the worst of sinners of whom I am the chief. The worst of sinners of whom I am the chief. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That will, guys, that will never not just mess me up. I promise you. And I'm going to finish up with this because it's already 2.40. We got to get out of here soon. And I'm going to pray for you. In Acts 4.13, probably one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible because I read it so much. Every time I pray or preach, it's comes out of it says, um, so they brought them, you know, before they brought uh, Peter and John. They were arrested, they brought them before the you know the, the leaders or whatever, and they said, you know, we order you to stop teaching and preaching in the name of Jesus Christ. You can't do it. And then one of them stood up. You know what I mean? let me just read it to you guys. So they arrested them because a man was healed. So in verse eight, then Peter filled the Holy Spirit said to them, Rollers and people of the elders of Israel, if this day we are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means has he been made well? Let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel, and that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, God raised him from the dead, and by this man, and by him this man stands here before you whole. This is a stone which was rejected by the builders, which has now become the cornerstone nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name in under heaven by which men shall be saved. That says verse 14, or verse 13, 413, ready? It says, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they were uneducated, untrained men, they marveled, and they realized that they had been with Jesus. Guys, yeah, there's something different, man, about people can tell when you're from the river, man. People can tell. Also, there's people who can tell, people you can tell have been with Jesus. Come on. I don't know about you guys, but Jesus I know Jeremy's been with Jesus. I haven't talked to him, asking him about it, but when he gets up there and start playing the keys, you can feel the anointing for the room. That yeah. only comes because the person's been with Jesus. When you get out there, how much more are the people of this world? When we go out there, USF, Bible studies, college campuses, high schools, wherever we go, how much more can they tell whether or not what you, you, you believe what you're saying? Whether or not you've been with Jesus? Guys, I, when I got home back home to uh, Pittsburgh, I think I told this testimony about, uh, I had some friends in my car, I started talking to them, and I was like, hey, let me pray for you guys, right? I prayed with them before. I was the Christian kid in school. They called me Pastor Jordan all the time, so, <laughs> like, that's what they called me. But I was like, yeah, let me pray for you guys. I prayed with them. Now, this time, something different happened. As soon as I started praying, as soon as I come t- telling testimonies, they just all started crying. This one girl asked me, Jordan, where have you been What happened to you? I didn't know the rest of the time. So I said, I've been with Jesus. I was like, I've just been doing my thing. I've been with the Lord. I've been spending time with Jesus. Uh, you just, sometimes you go, so one of the people, I'll I, I I never forget, I prayed for this one guy. And, uh, oh man, this came to my head. Okay, so I was at the gas station. Sorry, I'll be quick. I was at this gas station, right? And uh, there was this kid. Who the Holy Spirit was telling me to talk to? And it was like when I first started sewing, you know, so I was like, I don't know, I don't know how to do this stuff. was like two in the morning. Uh, I think I was standing over at Kyle's house that night. And uh we were just hanging out, and I went to the gas station to get some chocolate milk or something. So I was at the gas station, right? And the Holy Spirit told me to talk to this kid. And I was like, I don't want to talk to him. You know, late at night, he's probably like, you know, high on something or whatever. I was like, that's when we get home, right? So as I'm walking away, this kid comes up to me. Excuse me, he's like, hey bro, uh you smoke, I got some I got some stuff in my car, you want to smoke with me? <laughs> uh, i good, actually. Thanks, over. I'll get you next time. He goes, All right. So I walk away. As I walking away, the Holy Spirit's like, Dude, can talk to him. I'm like, Okay. So I went to talk to him. talk with him, prayed with him. You know, everything he got saved. I started to walk away. As I'm walking away, this does, I'll never hear the story. It's like insane. As I'm walking away, this girl runs up to me and throws her arms around me. And goes, Thank you so much for doing that for him. Thank you. You're sent, The Lord sent you the Lord I had to send you something like that. And then she ran away before I can even see who she was. She took off. And then he looks at me. No, no, so the cash, of the guy working there, it was, in, it was in the gas station. The cashier goes, who is she? I was like, I don't know. Do you know her? And I looked at him. Goes, I've never seen her before in my life. I don't know who she is either. And then he runs and walks, walks away or whatever. So I'm walking in my car, getting leaving, and then the kid comes back out. He goes, man, who are you, man? Like, tears. He's like, who are you? I was like, Bro, I'm just serving the Lord. I'm just doing what I'm doing. I'm just praying for people. I'm doing what the Lord told me to do. He's, no, but there's something different about you. Come on. People have prayed with you before. There's something different about you. Come on. Another quick testimony. But I'm, I'm just high testimony. In high school, I had a friend who was like the crazy kid off the rails, you know, doing all this stuff, right? Like, I went through Christian high school. So someone doing drugs is like a real, rare commodity. So he started doing all this stuff crazy. And then here's a of my best friends. So um, we were we always hanging out, all this stuff, whatever. So I mean one day at school, I show up. I was, you know, how to seat save for him in class. Just the next thing we're gonna do some project together. You know, we're gonna do the project, but uh, we're working. And then uh, I was waiting for him to come around. I'm like, okay, you just took off, whatever. I texted him, didn't respond. That's weird. Next day, same thing. Next day, same thing. Five days go by. His brother, I see his brother in the hallway. I'm like, yo, bro, where's uh, where's where's what's his name? Brother? He goes, he's just out right now. He's not really feeling well. Like, is he alright? I come see him. He goes, no, 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 no. He'll be, no he's fine. Dude. I'm like, are you sure bro? I can drive? there's like ten minutes from here. He goes, no, no, fine, it's not fine, I'm like, what? what happened? right? So, but this kid, you know, we had different views about Jesus and Christianity and the Holy Spirit. Dude, I'm talking, like, he found out I went to a John the Shullsworth service. He just he went off the rails. He goes, oh, you guys are speaking in tongues? Do our project. Go ahead, yeah. speaking in tongues. Do our, do, do, do. You know, all this stuff. Like, mocking it hardcore next level, right? Every time in class someone started talking about the Holy Ghost, he's like, yeah, that's what that's that like crazy stuff Jordan believes. Don't you believe that stupid stuff? I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, whatever. We we're super close friends. It was weird. So then I remember, uh, so I, I, talk, I talk, his brother came over to my house one day. I'm sitting on my back porch on the deck in the summer. He comes over and knocks on my door. He's like, hey Jordan, can we talk? I'm like, yeah, what's going on, bro? Come on inside, come on inside. So we go to the back, whatever, start talking. He goes, hey man, this about my brother. I'm like, what, what's going on, where's he been? He goes, actually, he's not sick. I was like, where's he been for two weeks, and he's not sick? He goes, bro, he, um, he uh, is now in the hospital. I'm like, for what? He goes, well now, he's, I mean, he was in the hospital, Actually now he's awaiting his court date. I'm like, what are you talking about? What happened? He's like, bro, he went to a party with uh, his cousin, and they started, you know, I guess so weed got too old for them, so he started doing acid. He tripped out on some drugs. He set off, started setting off. This dude was like a chill, like relaxed dude, like mellow. You know what I mean? This he started setting off car alarms. He our cop came, he spit in the cop's face. He attacked four police officers and like the paramedics. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I did that a hoarder now they put up in the thing. And he went like whatever. He said, I gotta go like, oh. And took him to the hospital so he like you know calmed down and then they, they arrested him and i'm like what and he goes but jordan there's another reason i came here because i don't know what to do I'm like what do you mean what happened? what is it he goes while they were in the hospital my mom told me that uh two demons took turns talking on the book and saying different like stupid stuff whatever like i'm the queen of sheba something stupid i guess i'm the <laughs> queen of sheba and he's there's all this stuff whatever so what does that stuff mean like, nobody cares what means so don't worry about that he's okay but he said but when it came back to him he's like he said Mom, help me. I don't know what's going on. I need help. Mom, please help me. Mom, what is this? And then whatever, switch back over. Guys, when I heard that, I was like, I need to do something. I started praying insane, like around the clock, every time I prayed for this kid. Every night, praying for this kid, praying for this kid. Two weeks later, I get a text from him. He goes, hey, Jordan, Um, sorry I've been gone for so long. I don't know if you heard what happened or not, but I have a question for you. Like, what's up? Because when's the next church service? I want to come with you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Because goes, yeah, you know, I just want to come with you. I was like, okay. So I was like, well, actually, there's a service this weekend. It was actually when John and the Sheltzer and Pastor Rodney Howard Brown were in town for the first time ever in Pittsburgh. They were doing that about I was like, bro, come. He came the first night. He got saved. came every night of the meeting. Oh. And so at the end of it, I asked him, like, bro, what made you ask me and not like, we went to a Christian school. Everybody's a Christian. Like, there's, everybody goes to church. Well, what made you ask me and not any of our 400 friends? And he said, bro, there's just something different about you I always noticed. Come on. That if it's real to somebody, it's real to you. And it's because they can tell who's been with Jesus and who hasn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you guys, when you go out today, when you go back home, when you go back, wherever the Lord's put in your heart, people are going to tell you've been with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, Jeremy, man. Okay, I'm again. Anyways, so people can tell if you've been with Jesus. What? You want to play? Yeah, you play? Let's go, you go. I ain't done. i agree So I'm going to pray for you guys. Because I on Thursday, we did this, too, and I gave a call. As uh, you're looking at the second, you're ready. I gave a call and I was like, if you feel in your heart, you know, God, the Lord's working in your heart right now, Lord, I want my heart to burn for souls like that. I want it to bother me, God. I want my heart to be broken for the lost like never before. I want to go to the next level of my soul winning. I want an impartation of boldness. I said that, you said the apostles laid hands on them, right? And they were filled with what they were filled with, you know, as they laid hands on them. So I believe in the laying on hands. Pastor Kristen told me to lay hands on you guys, so I'm laying hands on you guys, right? But at yeah, this you will if you want. So we can all stand up. We're to another kind of worship. If you want hands laid on, just come up down to the front. I'm going to pray for you. Let's light up across the front. So if you're listening to this podcast, if you're thinking to yourself, man, I wish I was there. I wish I could have been in that meeting where Jordan was preaching, man. I want the fire he was talking about. I want the boldness of the Holy Ghost that he was talking about so that people can see that I've been with Jesus. People, you know, I want that, man. I want what you were talking about, Jordan. I wish you could lay hands on me right now, man. I wish, you know, but don't get discouraged. There's good news. The Bible tells a story in Matthew 8 of a centurion man who came to Jesus and he said, he said, Lord. I want you, to, I want my servant to be healed. I want you to pray for him. And Jesus said, you know, I'll be there in a couple of days. I'll be there when I can. And the man responded to Jesus, no, Lord, I know if you speak the word because of your authority, my man will, my, my servant man will be healed where he is right now. And the Lord said, I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. And but in that very hour, he was the servant was healed from that very hour. So I want to tell you the same faith that he used can be the same faith that you use to receive your impartation right now of boldness, of of, of going to the next level and your desire to win, see see, those, see lost people come to know Jesus. And you, whatever it is you're believing the Lord for, I'm gonna pray for you right now. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you that you put it on their heart. You put the desire in their heart to wanna go to the next level. So Father, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that, that there's no time or distance in the realm of the spirit, the same spirit of God that was present is in, in that room is present right now over this podcast. So Father, Holy Spirit. I thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus that you touch them where they are right now, right now in Jesus name, God, I thank you right now for the power of the Holy Ghost going through their bodies. Father, I thank you that they'll never be the same again. I think if they go to a new level, God, I think you they go that they look back, God, when people ask them, Well, when did it all change for you? What happened? What's different? Why are you so passionate about the loss? Why are you so bored about Jesus? Before you weren't always like this, what happened? Something happened with you. I know something's different. And they'll be able to testify and say, you know what? Honestly, bro, what it was is I was listening to a podcast one day by Jordan Siri, and the holy the power of God touched me. Jesus touched me, man. My life was never the same. I got an impartation to him when he prayed for me. And man, I'm telling you, everything has changed since and i see how much god loves me i see i see how much what jesus did for me in the cross i see all all that all that jesus has given me and my heart my heart just wants to wants to see people come to know jesus i'm i'm, I'm not bound by fear anymore i'm so bored in the holy ghost father i thank you for that right now in jesus mighty name we give you all the praise all the glory and all the honor amen amen well thank you guys so much for listening to this this uh I was going to say this morning, but I don't know what time of day it is that you're listening. It's evening for me right now. But anyways, thanks for listening, man. I I, I pray it bless you. I, I pray the Lord really spoke to somebody out there. And I, I hope, pray that somebody really needed to hear this. If so, let me know if that was you. Let me know how the Lord impacted you. Let me know how it touched you, how it changed your life. And now let me know what other topics you want to hear about. I want, I want to preach things that are that people are wondering, people are struggling with, people need to hear. Because, you know, whatever you need faith in, whatever, whatever it is, you know, I'm telling you, whatever struggle in life that you're dealing with, something, that, a battle you're going through, I promise there's a subject in the Bible that deals with it you know faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of god so i want to appreciate you guys i want to help you guys out in any way that i can so i love you guys so much thanks again for listening and i'll see you next time or you'll hear me next time